spiritual states, the tree of life. Hello everyone, and thanks for joining us on our show, Spiritual States. Today we're going to talk about the tree of life. Hello, Dr. Lightman. Hello, hello. The tree of life, what does it symbolize? The tree, the tree of life, what does it symbolize? Well, like in our world, a tree is the symbol of something growing out of the ground, out of the still. comes out and continues growing and developing, continuing its evolution up to the point where it blossoms, there are fruits on that tree, and therefore that tree symbolizes what it conveys from the still to the animate and from the animate to the human level, its fruits, meaning the tree of life, it feeds the whole of nature, even though that it receives only from the still, you know, water, minerals, but still what it generates, which is the vegetative already and what feeds off it, is already the animate world and uh, and human beings. We know that Kabbalists use this a lot, the concept of a tree and their writings. Obviously, they didn't write about trees in our world, but they meant some kind of spiritual degrees, states. I'd like to find out what is the tree of life in relation to a person's spiritual development. Well, it means that from the upper root, the root being the creator, cascades a tree, the branches, etc., etc., from which cascade, through which cascade, from which cascade, spiritual forces that nourish people and animals and everyone in order to help them achieve in their development a a level where they come closer and closer to the Creator and the vegetative world, which comes from a tree, from the Creator that gives the ability Uh, to all of these to achieve the degree of the Creator. Once I heard you say that it's the structure of Saranpin, yeah, the tree of life is an intermediate phase between the upper sphera of Ketel and the lower sphera of Malchut, and therefore the tree of life it exists in order to tie these two opposite categories the Creator and the created being, that in the way that, in the way that, and to the extent to which created the created beings want to become like the Creator, to that degree they receive the opportunity to become like the Creator and to connect themselves with the Creator. Well, uh, many times it's drawn, the tree of life is drawn as the roots at the top and the tree looking down. Of course, because the root is the creator and the branches, that's already 
lower. So can we say that the reason is in the upper world and the consequence, the result is in our world? That's what it symbolizes. Yeah. And the Torah uh, talks about, or the Torah talks about the Garden of Eden, about many trees with fruits, without fruits. And, of course, there's also the tree of knowledge, good and evil. What is that tree? It is a special governance of the Creator over uh, the created beings where the Creator passes on gradually His qualities onto the created beings. It's like we do with little children, suppose. And that way, we awaken different questions in them, growth, different awakenings in them, according to which they develop. And that's how they grow. What, in those concepts of good and evil, what is that? Is it all relative? Yeah. Yeah. Relative to what? Relative to man, relative to a certain nature, relative to the Creator. That's what I want to ask. What it says in the Torah, it's in relation to what? In relation to the Creator, what is get good and evil? Good and evil in relation to the Creator, that's very simple. The unification, the connection, the love is good, and opposite to it is the evil. What does it mean that Adam ate the apple? It's all such an allegory that it's hard to tell something new about it. I'd put it this way, that... Man is the male part, the female, Eve. Adam is the male part, Eve is the female part, and we're not talking about a person, but about his soul that consists of two parts, the desire to receive and the desire to give. The desire to give is Eve, the desire to bestow is Adam, and out of these and our soul consists out of these two parts, and we need to make it so that we use it in the best possible way, both the part of Adam and also the part of Eve in our soul. Okay, so what's the difference between these concepts? We use the tree of knowledge, good and evil, and the tree of life. What's the difference? Again, again, sorry. Yeah, what's the difference? There's the tree of life, and there's the tree of knowledge, good and evil. And you said that it's working in two lines, good, evil. Yeah, the thing is that the tree of life is... When we achieve, the cre- when we attain the Creator's relation to us, according to our relation to Him. So this kind of interaction is called the tree of life. And the tree of knowledge, good and evil, is called is such a system of interaction between us and the forces of the Creator is where we learn how can we connect with one another and with the Creator in order to use 
the qualities given to us in the best possible way. So if I understand correctly, there's a process in which a person attains the supper force, the process itself follows these two lines, the good and evil, meaning a person starts scrutinizing where are the correct actions in relation to the Creator, which he calls good, where, where it's wrong, he calls bad, and when it comes to the final correction, this state is called the tree of life. Right. This is already the final corrected state. Yeah. Okay, so why are there trees that have fruit, don't have fruit? What does it symbolize? Look, in our world, how much we manufacture and how little from what we manufacture really brings fruit, good fruit. And of course, most of our engagements have no good result, meaning fruit. The same way is the um, earthly life. All this fauna, that's how it is. In the world, in a world in which we would correctly relate to each other, then all, all the vegetative would bear fruit and would give us its fruit precisely in a way that we can use. And since we, in our unification, in our interaction with others, we include our ego in it. We don't want to relate to each other correctly in the quality of stole. Then what follows is that only a small amount of our actions has the so-called coefficient of positive actions, useful actions, which are to the benefit of good relations with others, and the same we see as a result in the vegetative too. So if I correctly understand, a person in our world puts in a lot of efforts in order to achieve pleasure. The fruit symbolizes some final result of pleasure. What am I performing this action for? Right. And you're saying that if one works correctly for the sake of bestowal, for the sake of the Creator, then we'd get fruit from every action, we'd enjoy, right. And since everything goes to the ego, then these are some small forms of, uh, of pleasure that we get in our world. True. And I remember that also Balasulam wrote about it, that if a person could weigh how many efforts he puts in into this life and how much pleasure he really gets, then our computer would give us a result that better not be born altogether. That's for sure. Okay. So the fruit is the result of the actions. Yeah. Okay, the entire show today is about trees, the tree of life, and everything related to it. So many times it's written that different negative characters in the Torah, they're being hung on trees. What, is it, what does it mean? Many times. Why, why on a tree? Why do they point out the tree? Uh, what, are you having, what will you hang him on if not on a tree? From a tree. So, 
In general, the negative characters, you hang them on a tree, from a tree. It means that he has exhausted all the possible good attitude that he could get from our world, and we need to finish him off. That's it. There's no point in hoping that he will ever do something good for people, good or kind for people in this world. And therefore, the symbol is that he's hung from a tree. Kabbalists many times say that there's nothing in the world that you can't use, meaning that every everything, even the most negative things, have a purpose, a thought behind it, and here you destroy it. No, no, he's not destroyed. That a person is being hung on a tree, it's not his final destruction, even where he burned still, and, you know, you disperse his ashes all over. Still, it's not final. Behind all these, there is the next degree, which is the correction. So actually, we need to see it like water. You can heat it up, it could become vapor, it could be solid, simply changing condition, state. So death is a correction. Right. Um, There's so much attention dedicated to trees that there's even a new year dedicated to the trees. And your teacher, he describes, there's an entire article uh, that explains how to tend for trees. Obviously, we're talking about the tree inside a person. And I'd like to ask about this. There's an entire process of how do you do it? What do you do? If you could explain. We, you know, we have to get rid of the... Uh, dry branches, we have to add manure. It is a tremendous amount of works that you have to perform on the tree until you get good fruit from it. And we're talking about trees, but actually it is about man himself. That man needs to work on himself that way in order to become a fruitful tree. We don't have time to get into all these things now. Well, we need time in order to scrutinize it all. Okay, so obviously we're talking about man, so you need to prepare some kind of foundation. It's what it's to prepare an environment. Absolutely true. You have, your point of view is correct. And what does it mean to fertilize? It means to bring a person such good books, games, etc., etc., with the help of which he will be capable, able to correctly develop. And doing something with the roots, and yeah, yeah, you dig out the, you air the soil around the roots, and in it you put fertilizer. 
And at the end, you get rid of the dry branches. Of course, what we understand that will bring us no fruit, we need to get rid of it so it won't stand in the way. And there was no other way to describe it. No, no, it's... um, There's this full, beautiful impression given, uh, example, that it's, you know, that's it's amazing. Okay, um, the Ari has this song. The Ari is a Kabbalist from the 16th century. He has this poem, a poem that he called The Tree of Life. What is that book, The Tree of Life, about? Uh, it's all about the way the Creator governs the created beings through all the worlds, down to our lowest world, in order for us to be able to ascend through all the worlds from our lowest degree to the degree of the Creator. And that's why I called it that way, the Tree of Life. Yeah, maybe on our next show we can take this... Um, by the way, there's a poem in that book, in the book of the Tree of Life, there's a poem that he wrote? Maybe we'll be able to scrutinize it later on. Please, as you wish. Okay, thank you very much. So, spiritual states, the tree of life, all the best. Thank you. Good luck.